0: Alright guys, what is going on? It is Fantasy Playoffs. <coughs> fantasy Playoff time. So, we got two teams. Allen Whip, which is my team, going against Spank Bank, which is Peter. Uh, and then on the other side, Flint Tropics, Team Eric, going up against Silence of the CD Lambs, which is team owner of JT. I'm going to do this. I'm going to experiment a little bit. Probably won't do this next year because it took me a little bit, but probably just for the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to do this show a little differently. So just let me know what you all think if you all do listen to this. All right, so the first matchup is Allen's Whip, which is team under me, projected 118.75, going up against Spank Bank, which is team under Peter Projected 123.66. He is favored in this from Yahoo. All right. I'm going to decide these games by check marks. Just so you all know that. I'm going to go down the list. Then I'm going to go through the check marks. And just talk. All right. So my quarterback got Josh Allen going up against the Dolphins. Projected 23.16. The Dolphins give up the fourth most fantasy points. To the quarterback position. And Josh Allen, you know, I have him on all my leagues. In all my leagues. And I see what he's going through. The past two or three weeks haven't been too hot. So I've been a little worried. But I'm hoping that it starts to pick back up. But now that he's playing on Saturday. Ooh, it's a high of 35 degrees and a low of 25. I think it might be lower. In both categories of the high and low. And then there is a chance of rain. So what does that do that really hurts the passing game? But good thing that Josh Allen isn't just a passer. He is a big bodied runner. Alright, my first wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Going up against the Colts. Projected 19.33. And the Colts give up the second fewest points to wide receiver position. So that, just looking at that number, really hurts anybody it, it just makes you think like ah oh, shit i should probably try to find a switch a flex someone to really play over this person but i mean it's justin jefferson the last three games he went crazy 24.8 15.1 which isn't like crazy but then 27.8 so this man regardless of the matchup you're playing him it doesn't matter you're playing him All right, next, wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins going up against the Broncos. He's projected 11.83. The Broncos give up the fewest points to wide receiver. And, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at this. All right, Josh Allen, great matchup. Justin Jefferson, the second shittiest matchup. DeAndre Hopkins, the shittiest matchup. I mean, it just, uh, Yahoo, fantasy football just doesn't want me to win. Uh, but he's projected 11.83. But le- listen to these stats. With Colt McCoy in, if you have been living under a rock or knew you weren't into uh, the fantasy playoffs this year and you didn't watch anything, Kyler Murray tore his ACL. He's going to be out 7 to 8 months. Who knows if he's going to be ready for the beginning of next season. But I'll get into that near that time. Uh, with Colt McCoy in, D-Hop has been targeted 14 times. 12 times in the two games that Colt McCoy started and then last was it Thursday game or Monday? It was a Monday game. When he came in, he was targeted 11 times. Yardage in those games, 98 yards, 91 yards, 79 yards. Great numbers right there just in the targets and the yardage. He hasn't scored with Colt McCoy yet. So I am going to assume that he is going to score this week. He has to. I mean, why not? I'll give it to him. The Broncos, but the Broncos defense, it is no joke. So it's going to be tough, but it's really going to be on DeAndre Hopkins. And I'll get more into how it's really going to be placed on James Conner uh, since I have him at my running back. Last wide receiver for my team. At the moment, it is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy versus the Cardinals. Projected 11.54. Gives up the 14th fewest points to the position. Cons of this. Cons of playing Jerry Judy. Russ is out. To your surprise, it does hurt him. I mean, the backup that came in who has played... uh, Russell Wilson's completions were around sixty, sixty-six percent. This backup's the games that he has played in the stint of Russ being hurt. It's around fifty. Uh, and the touchdown percentage is lower. I think Russ's was two point eight, which isn't good. Uh, this guy was like one point something. It's even worse. He's thrown one touchdown since he's been uh. In during Russ's time out, so that does hurt. Pros to this, he's really the only wide receiver. I mean, uh, the tight end position there, Dolchit Dolch. I haven't said his name much this year. Uh, is really the only option there. Also, he's going to be—he's kind of in the same boat of DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, backup quarterbacks in, you're going to have to target, hyper-target, and really look for your number one wide receiver at on the depth chart that is playing so there's jerry judy james connor my first running back here at denver projected 13 even the broncos give up the 14th fewest points to the running back which also isn't great do you see like i'm i'm just stacked up to not win uh Pros and cons, no Murray means, hey, more of a workload for Connor to perform. And I feel like since Colt McCoy is in there, hasn't thrown a touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins, which is the target to go to in the red zone, I feel like there's going to be more of a need, more of a usage. If they do get down to the three, the two, the one yard line, they're going to give it to someone who they rely on the most with the ball in their hands straight from the snap. Uh, To those, there's James Conner. Really the only one of my running backs I feel any type of security around. Alright, running back number two for me. Latavius Murray versus the Cardinals. I mean, I got one, two, three, four players playing in the same game. I saw that and I really felt even more uncomfortable about this. Uh, He's projected 10.89. The Cardinals give up the 10th most fantasy points to the running back. And it's the same situation as Connor. Russ is out. Murray's out. Could potentially give more of a workload to the running back position for both of these guys. And that's mainly why I have the Tavius Murray in. Uh, I'll get more into Ken Walker in that situation later. Uh, my tight end Mark Andrews. cheese, Projected 10.47. Uh, at the Browns. Uh, they gave up the 7th fewest points. To the tight end position. Ever since he got injured. He hasn't really been putting up the numbers. That he has been. Uh, well to be honest. The team hasn't found a single way. To score really. The past 3 or 4 games. Since he's been back. I mean, it is just rough with Lamar out too. Even thought last week, I mean, the anytime score for Mark Andrews was like plus 223. So, it's like it has to go to him. They're out Bateman. They're out Lamar. I mean, uh, J.K. Dobbins came back in a huge way. Good for him. I like that. helps with my uh, rookie card that I bought of his that was a PSA 10. But... They gotta, they gotta include Mark Andrews. They, I mean, they have to. It's bugging the shit out of me that they're not using their best offensive weapon at all. Uh, so it is going to be still rough for Andrews. I mean, you're not, you're not going to take him out. I mean, in another league, I have Andrews and I have Dalton Schultz. In the past two weeks, Dalton Schultz has outscored Mark Andrews. So I mean, it's rough. It's rough to see that. But you're not, just be a real kick in the dick if I decide to sit Andrews and play someone else and then Andrews have a good game. And with that statement, that brings me up to my flex. Gabe Davis versus the Rams projected 10.47. See, the Rams give up the 13th most fantasy points to wide receivers, so that's going to be good. And to be honest, I might have to sit him. And it is just rough. Looking at his stats throughout the year fantasy production, I think he scored more than... 10 to 15 points, maybe four times. Uh, And then those four times, one or two of them, made me feel extremely great. Uh, But every other game, it's just like, why do I keep doing this? So I might have to sit him if I do potentially feel better about playing Ken Walker against the 49ers. And I think the 49ers give up, what, the second fewest or damn near the fewest fantasy points To the running back position but you got to think ken walker is just explosive person Uh, another person that i might feel comfortable in playing uh it all depends on the health of two players uh i picked up uh strong junior p strong junior i can't say his first name i haven't really heard his name much and i didn't watch last week's game uh stevenson probably won't play he did not practice uh today Uh, And then Damian Harris was limited today. So the only reason I play strong is if both of those running backs are out. Uh, So it is going to be a see what I think, see what I feel about my flex position. All right, so then going to Peter's side. Jalen Hurts at his quarterback position going up against the Bears. Projected 25.34 and the Bears give up the 14th most fantasy points to the QB position. And really, he's, he's balling. He'll run the ball. He'll throw the ball. He has A.J. Brown. He has Devonta Smith. And you know what? Dallas Goddard is back. And that is a huge plus in the passing game for him. And I think he's just going to continue to show why he probably should be the MVP of this season. First wide receiver, Peter has Amon-Ra St. Brown projected 13.95 uh well I didn't give who they're playing for him. Uh but DeAndre Swift is playing the Jets so Amon-Ra is playing the Jets. That is not good. That is absolutely not good for Pete. Uh because they give the third fewest points to the wide receiver. That secondary in New York is just balling. No one can really do much uh, against them. Unless your name's Justin Jefferson. I think he got, what, 15-some points the week they played him. And I think I did a parlay with him and four other players, and they barely got in. Maybe that was another game. But still, they locked him down pretty much. Didn't give the normal Justin Jefferson numbers. Another thing, Jameson Williams is back. I mean, two weeks ago he had one target, but I don't think they are really going to play him. Last week he got two targets, one caught one, and went for 41 and a score. I mean, this guy is just – did you see how excited he was when he caught his first touchdown, his first catch really? Uh, just so happy, so excited, so uh, – energized that he I feel like they're going to really start to use him uh and Amon Ra is going to be taking uh the main corner with him so they're going to leave Jamison Williams going up against probably a nickel or their third best corner because they're going to have to still guard DJ chart so Amon Ra St. Brown is kind of a scary play here really feel worried about playing him Next wide receiver for Pete, you got Mike Evans versus the Bengals. Projected 11.11. The Bengals give up the fifth fewest points to wide receiver. Hasn't. Hey, guys, it, it, I know it's Mike Evans. You got the name. You got the quarterback, or was supposed to have the quarterback. He hasn't scored since week four. I think he scored once in week one or two and then scored twice in in week 4. And then after that. Hasn't done anything. And. Uh, really the past. 8 games. He hasn't scored more than 8 fantasy points. So that. That is just nerve wracking. I feel like me and Pete are on the same page. If we're just having. Crappy situations with our players. Terrible matchups. Except for maybe a handful of players. Uh. Next and final wide receiver for Pete. Christian Kirk versus the Cowboys. Projected eleven point five three. The Cowboys give up the sixteenth fewest points to the wide receiver. Whew. I like Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk in this matchup. Because the past few weeks, he's he's put up fifteen points in one game in the past three weeks. But so has like Zay Jones, and then you got uh, Evan Ingram putting up a good game. So that defense has a lot to try to stop. And it's, their QB is hot. Trevor Lawrence is on fire. Plus, looking at all of his stats throughout the year, he he gets his receptions. He gets the yardage. And if he scores, he will be a top 5 wide receiver this week because they're going to have to play against a great Cowboys defense they're going to have to run the ball too overall in offense they're going to have to put up points against this team first running back for Pete Christian McCaffrey at Seattle projected 17.96 the Seahawks give up the second most fantasy points to the running back position the only way Christian McCaffrey has a bad game if he gets hurt and leaves the game in the first drive. If he finishes one drive, he could have 10-plus fantasy points just in that one drive. So, Pete, feel good about that one. Get a little drink here. All right. Second running back Pete has DeAndre Swift at the Jets. Projected 12.82. The Jets give up the 10th fewest points to the running back position. These are my thoughts on Swift. I've had him all year in uh, our Dynasty League. Not fun. High risk, low reward. Touchdown or bust? I mean, I know the struggles of having him. Since he's come back from his injury... Swift has only scored 11 points out of the 7 games he's been back. Williams has been really too good and showed no reason why they shouldn't give him the ball in the red zone. Or really just giving him the ball in general. I mean, he is a playmaker. It sucks to see Swift like this. And really, this should lower Swift's redraft value next year. At least third round. I'd I'd be happy to take him in the third round, but taking him in the first, no way. Second, there's too many good options potentially still there. And third round would be fine to take him. Fourth round, I think it'd be probably a steal with what he could potentially do. But I'm getting too far into next season. Tight end position for Pete. David Njoku against the Ravens. Projected 8.4. Gives up the 16th fewest points to the tight end position. I mean, Baltimore's defense just looks fierce. And if y'all seen uh, Marlon Humphrey tweet or say something in a press conference that hey, they're they're going to give something to the Browns and Deshaun Watson. It's not going to be a for a good first game in that rivalry for Deshaun. So Baltimore's all also only given up 41.8 yards to the tight end position this year. David Njoku I think has had maybe two or three games under that mark and they weren't good for fantasy. So it's that's a tough matchup and I'd try not to be a homer pick here but that's I think that's going to be rough because and if you all have been seeing Raquan and uh, Patrick Queen playing, and that's probably where David Njoku, if he's going in the middle, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for the flex position. For Pete, at the moment is Ramondre Stevenson at the Raiders, projected fourteen point five three. And the Raiders give up the third most fantasy points to the RB position. Wasn't spotted at practice today. Said that earlier. That's why I said something about playing uh, Pierre Strong. I think that's his name. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Junior. If Ramondre doesn't play and also if Damian Harris doesn't play because I think that matchup is going to be juicy and I would definitely, definitely play Strong over Davis if that is the case. So... Like I said earlier, I'm going to go through the checks. I'm going to go Josh Allen over Jalen Hurts. I'm going to go... Got to go Justin Jefferson over Amon Ra. Now, between Hopkins and Mike Evans, that one gets a little tricky. But I'm going to give it to DeAndre Hopkins. Now, for the last wide receiver position, I'm going to give it to Christian Kirk over Jerry Judy. This should be a no brainer. Christian McCaffrey over James Conner. Now, for the second and final running back position here Latavius Murray or DeAndre Swift. Oof. This one is just rough. I don't like picking this. Because it is too difficult. And I'm going to have to say, for the sake of time here, I'm going swift. Now for the tight end position, this is even worse. Don't want to pick the homer pick in Andrews, but I feel like Andrews should have a better game. Because he is the number one option, really, in the passing game. Overall, damn near probably in the offense. I'm going Mark Andrews. Now, Gabe Davis over Ramondre. At the moment, I'm going to predict this pick off of Ramondre playing. Ramondre playing, he's definitely outscoring Gabe Davis. No problem there. Defense is always a toss-up. 1, 2, three. One, two three, 4, 4. 4, 4. That is a tie. I'm going with the coin flip here. Ted's is Pete. Tails is me. Ted's Pete. Pete's going to be the winner here. Picking Pete. Next game. And also the final game. You got Flint Tropics, which is team owner of Eric, projected 120.75. Going up against Silence of the CD Lambs, which is team owner of JT, projected 123.6. JT is favored by Yahoo. Going into Eric's team. Justin Herbert versus the Titans projected 21.46. The Titans give up the second most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Now listen. J. Herbs finally, finally has all of his weapons. And this is a juicy matchup for him. To go up against the Titans. With all of his weapons. Would be surprised. If he doesn't hit 20 plus fantasy points. This week. First running back position. Or wide receiver position. Devontae Adams versus Patriots. Projected 17.98. They give up the 7th fewest. Points to the wide receiver position. You're not going to bench him. He has been putting up. Stupid numbers. But if you watch his games, he could be doing so much more. I mean, some games he gets all of his fantasy production in the first half, and then the second half he gets ghosted. I mean, crazy what would happen if he actually got some of those, at least half of what he did in the first half, in the second half. I mean, at least anything. Doesn't matter about the matchup, great play. Tyreek Hill against the Bills projected 15.14. 12 most fancy points to the wide receiver position. Doesn't matter if Tua balls out or sits out. Hill is going to be getting his. And that is really the only thing that matters. Doesn't matter who they are playing. The only thing I didn't say is if it is a snowy game. It is cold. How is Tua going to respond in a passing game? If it is snowing. I'm kind of hoping it is, just because I don't want to see Eric win. Jamar Chase, final wide receiver for Eric, going up against the Bucks. Projected 15.36, gives the 13th fewest points to that position. Listen, Boyd and Higgins were limited today at practice. If those two wide receivers are out, I would expect a tougher matchup for Jamar Chase they're going to be targeting him. Especially if Boyd and Higgins are out, they're really going to be putting that secondary to stop Jamar Chase. If those two are playing, I expect a great game because then you'll also have to watch out for T. Higgins and that sneaky Tyler Boyd. So it all depends on who in the wide receiver position is playing for the Bengals going up against the Bucks. First running back for Eric. Nick Chubb against the Ravens projected 14.24. We give the sixth fewest points to the running back position. Listen, Chubb will be leaned on a lot in this coming up game. Watson hasn't found anything. And despite the Ravens' lackluster production in the scoring game on offense, their defense has not been a joke. Chubb will get his touches, but they will be tough touches. And it will... It's kind of dumb for me to say this, but it's in his hands. He's going to get his touches. He'll get his probably his targets, too. It all depends on how he can maneuver through that uh, defensive front. Ravens do. It's going to be tough. Next running back for Eric. Jamal Williams at the Jets. Projected 11.09. 10th fewest points to this position. Last week... Wasn't the game, wasn't in the game plan. It was to throw the ball and to do it a lot. I mean, golf blew it up. Uh, This week, the Jets are a good passing defense, so I expect Williams to have a few more touches, especially in the red zone, and show why he should be the number one running back next year, potentially. If he keeps, if he continues to ball out like he's been doing. There shouldn't be a brainer why to continue to try to force-feed Swift if Williams is balling out like this. Unless it continues next year and he just goes back to being the red zone running back, that would be fine and Swift would be a little bit more uh, valuable. I mean, do you all remember, I think it was last season, where he said, or the coach said, that Swift is going to be the... uh, that being said, I feel like Jamal Williams right here will be all right. Uh, tight end position for Eric. Cole Komet versus the Eagles projected 6.55. Oof. Uh, eighth fewest points that the Eagles give up to the tight end position. Well, coming off a bye, they should be more rested. His QB field should be a little bit more rested. In a game, we're going up against one of the league's best defenses, You're going to need to throw the ball. You're going to need to throw the ball. I don't know how well David Montgomery is going to be doing against this defense, especially with that defensive line. So the Eagles are going to try to stop mainly fields running. So they're going to be making sure he's not getting out of the backfield. He's not getting out of that pocket. So he's going to have to get out the ball quick. That's going to go to Cole Komet. I think he's going to get well over that uh, 6.55 average. Or projection and for Eric's flex, this Zonovan, Zonovan Knight I've heard the name. It's uh, going up against the Lions, projected 11.48, 11th fewest points given up. I mean, I don't really watch Lions or uh, excuse me, Jets games, uh, but the past three games, the only three games he's been in, he scored 11.8, 14.3, 14.7. He is the main back over there for the Jets. So, you know what? Sneaky play. I looked at your bench. You don't really have any other options. And I'd rather you use this person than someone off the waiver wire and really just not help you out whatsoever. All right, for JT. Patrick Mahomes against the Texans. Projected 24.51. The Texans... Are a terrible team, but somehow they give up the second fewest points in fantasy to the quarterback. I mean, Dak Prescott threw one touchdown last week. Uh, he doesn't have the best matchup, but it's Patty Mahomes. Who who are you going to start over him? I mean, would if Jared Goff was out there on the waiver wire, would you play him? Probably not. You're not going to start anybody over Patrick Mahomes. And to be honest, this matchup, Patrick Mahomes, they're going to throw the ball. And it's mainly going to be to Travis Kelsey. All right, next up, first wide receiver. I didn't write any notes on this one. Uh, CeeDee Lamb going up against the Jaguars. Projected 15.97. They give up the ninth most fantasy points to this position. Didn't write any notes. Didn't look up anything like this. So I apologize. JT. But it's CeeDee Lamb. He is the number one target there. I mean Dalton Schultz is there. They just signed T.Y. Hilton. But I don't believe T.Y. is really going to be that productive in the first week he's being there. And Dak Prescott will probably want to have a little bit of a better outing than he did last week against the Texans. So... The Jaguars, this is, I feel like this is a sneaky good game to watch. I mean, like I said earlier, Trevor Lawrence is starting to blow it up. Travis Etienne's there. He's running the ball like crazy. Dak Prescott needs to show something a little bit more than what he did last week. CeeDee Lamb is going to benefit off of that. And I think they're really going to key in on uh, the Jaguars' defense, really key in on the running game since, I mean, really the past two weeks, the running backs Zeke and Pollard have been having Great games. So, CeeDee Lamb might be the, I don't want to say forgotten, but the guy who might produce the most in this offense this coming up week. All right, I'm going to do this a two-parter here. I mean, I give mad respect to JT. He made it into the playoffs, damn near, uh, going into the season after the first three or four weeks, almost in last place. But he's since the trade, he's been rocking with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf in his starting lineup. I think it's wild that this has been working. Tyler Lockett projected 11.57. DK Metcalf projected 11.79. Uh, they give uh, The Niners give up the 11th most points for wide receivers in fantasy. Like I said, we're just going to combine these two. The game plan this week will feature these two. I mean, 100% will. If, especially if Ken Walker does not play. There is no reliable running back in the Seattle's offense that they're going to trust. So might as well just put it in Geno's hands and keep peppering Tyler Lockett or DK. Tyler Lockett might have a huge play. And then the defense might try to shade over to his side. And then DK is going to have a big game. I mean, these two combined... Now, combined, these two each might have three or four games with under 10 fantasy points. I mean, with those stats right there, you might as well play both of them. Because I think, well, if I had Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf, I'd be playing whichever one I had. I mean, regardless, someone in this league will play them. Might as well play them together. Someone's going to have a good game. They're going to have to. Can't run the ball against the 49ers defense. They're too good. And that's why I'm sitting here thinking about probably not playing Ken Walker. Probably shouldn't. I mean, Monday he was questionable. Didn't play last week. I don't think he practiced much last week. And if he's in there this week on Thursday, short week, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Those two, think are solid plays, both of them. Now let's go into JT's running backs. Dalvin Cook versus Colts projected 16.21. Colts give the 8th most fantasy points to that position. Uh, The past 4 weeks, he's been alright for fantasy. You could have done worse. Uh, Wasn't the best but also almost gave you double digit points in all those games. But this week, they're going up against a more struggling team overall. And I believe this Will be the reason why Cook gets in the game a lot more. And gets more touches and targets. Mainly, they will be garbage time. I mean, he will definitely get into the end zone. If you're going to make a parlay like me. And just pick the players to score. Just one in each game. Put it all in parlay. Might as well put Cook in it. I mean, his odds will probably be minus 150. Because he's just a touchdown machine. He gets in at least once a game. I didn't look at those stats that much, but still. Alright, next running back matchup. Or, next running back here for JT. J.D. McKisson, going up against the Texans. projected 12.49. The most points given up to that position. If you're going to pick any running back that is going up against the team that gives up the most fantasy points to that position, and you had to pick a running back in this offense, might as well be McKinnon. Because he is in the passing game. I know I said earlier that Patrick Mahomes has a bad matchup, but I mean it's Patrick Mahomes. They're going to throw the ball because the running game, straight handoffs aren't their forte. So J.D. being in the backfield getting all these uh, receptions, not all of these. He's getting alright amount, but what he turns into those is what makes him special. What makes him the guy. Alright, tight end, Travis Kelsey. Shit. Projected 16.06. Like I said earlier, the Chiefs are going up against the Texans, but the Texans give up the 15th most fantasy points to the tight end position. You're playing Kelsey. It shouldn't be a question. But this week the Texans. I mean, I keep repeating it. Second fewest points uh, to the quarterback position. This shouldn't worry you. Unless it's playoffs. Right now it is playoffs. Kelsey Ender's just because it's playoffs, you shouldn't think too much. I mean, you're going to play. Who are you going to pick up off the waiver wire? No one. We're moving on. Flex position. At the moment. JT has Curtis Samuel going up against the Giants. Projected eight, eight 8.15. Giants give 10th fewest points to that position. I'm just going to assume right now, just to save time, that JT hasn't looked at this. It pro- probably won't until Saturday. That's because there's games played on Saturday. There's three of them. Uh, but I would expect to see Travis Etienne in this spot. Hands down. I mean, Travis Etienne is definitely the better play over Curtis Samuel. Alright, let's go over these checks. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. Herbert has the matchup with second most fancy points to that position. Mahomes has the second fewest. So right now, going with Herbs. Wide receiver. Going Devontae Adams over C D Lamb. Wide receiver. Gosh. Just this- The Buffalo game for Tyreek Hill, if it is just snowing, it's cold. They're not in Florida. I just haven't, well, really, we haven't seen any team really this year consistently playing in Buffalo snow. I mean, Buffalo had that big snowstorm. It got moved. Didn't see anybody playing it. But it's Tyreek Hill. Jamar Chase or DK Metcalf? Like I said earlier, Boyd Ahead gets play. I think it's going to make it tougher for Jamar. DK has a better matchup. You know what? I'm going DK. That's a stretch. Why? Uh, Nick Chubb or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook. Eighth moves, points for that position. Nick Chubb, sixth fewest. I'm going Dalvin Cook. Check. Last running back matchup. JD Jamal. Mmm. I'm going to go JD. Cole Cometter, Travis Kelsey. No brainer, Travis Kelsey. Zonovan Knight, Curtis Samuel slash Travis ETN. I want to go with Travis ETM. I'm going Travis ETM. So there's three. You know what? I guess I'm going with Yahoo here. Staying with JT. I would like to see JT win. I don't want to see Eric win. So, I guess I'm projecting Pete and JT in the playoffs. Remember, that's a two-week playoff. Hope you all do well. And I am sorry if it seemed like uh, when I was talking about Jamal Williams that I cut out and then all of a sudden picked back up somewhere where I wasn't talking. Someone came down, I paused my recording so they didn't get uh, picked up and ruined the show. But alright guys, JT, Pete, congrats. Y'all won. Hopefully JT wins. I think I think Pete got me. Even though it was with a coin flip, I'll go with the coin flip. And uh, to the guys who listen to this, let me know if this way was uh, a little bit more interesting, a little bit more of a better listen. Uh, but if it is, I'll try my best to do something like this next year for just the regular season. This took me a while. This took me a little bit longer than I thought to do my planning because I did a little bit more research than I usually do. But, guys, to the other three guys, I wish you the best of luck. And, Eric, don't be bitching and complaining in the group chat if you do lose. If you do, I will put up a vote to kick you out next year. All right, guys, I will catch you all later. Deuces.